comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried. Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. That leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. You're listening to Fear, the Walking Dead TV podcast for Season 4, Episode 5 of Fear the Walking Dead, entitled Laura. I am your host, Craig DeManda. Join with me this evening, Mr. Richard Chub Toad Sheldon. Soup is the blanket of food. What did that mean? I didn't even understand. Is that from a commercial I, or something? I didn't I even get that. I have no idea. I don't know. It's comfort, man. Is that what it was? Yeah. It's reaching. That's that what I thought. Because <laughs> it's comforting is what I thought. Oh. I thought it was like a, like a tagline from a commercial. I'm usually good with that kind of stuff, I, right? But I didn't I, I didn't catch that. I, I didn't know what that was from. <laughs> like, mm-mm, good. You know, all right. Mr. Russell Latham. Hello. Back. Hello. Mr. Daryl Taylor. Hello. It's the fishes. <laughs> and Mr. Jim Dietz. Please stay tuned after this episode for our new segment, John Dory's Movie Reviews. <laughs> I love it. Great stuff. A lot of little, little Bra- good nuggets Brought in this episode. to you by Werther's Originals. Is that, <laughs> is that what he's eating? Are they caramels? Is that I've, what they are? Like, they're, they're, they're butterscotch. Well, he said he had butterscotch and, and caramels. and like caram- oh. they, look, they look like uh, the hard caramel, like the... Um, the ones that break your teeth. You gotta yeah. suck on for a while. Okay. So, yeah. so party night is when he mixes them together, right? That that's the Yeah. It makes a brittle. Makes a brittle. Oh yeah. Wow. So a pretty interesting smaller scope episode, a two person episode, but a lot of good stuff in here. What did you guys think about it? One of the best written episodes that this series has had. And they've they've tried this before. Remember, I, I, I was thinking back with that. Um, always work, that right? Remember work. the one with, with Daryl and, and and Beth, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you said the problem right there, though. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking Actually, back it, to that it, one. It kind yeah. of reminded me of uh, the one with Eastman and Morgan, where kind of like you're just concentrating on two characters and right. you know, nah. had an effect yeah. on one another. I mean, you know, without the romantic uh, context, right. but well, it was so, romance, Dan. It was romance. <laughs> A lot of, there were a lot of sticks involved. I know that, but <laughs> it was it was see, like go. a smaller story, just kind of concentrated on these two characters. You know, when she fell into that that watery moat, and and he pulls off that whole thing with the guns, man, pow 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 pow. That was awesome. Yeah, he mm-hmm. got her all wet. I mean, well, she, oh. already, she, she already fell in. All right, I got you. Terrible. Oh, you! I see what you did there. I, I gotta, I gotta admit. I mean, I'm a big. I watch a lot of sci-fi. This reminded me of some of the best um, Twilight Zone episodes. Like, remember the ones it, 
Like when it was just it two did. people together. And yeah, it did it, feel like didn't it have that little, But it was great. Uh, it, it, I was smiling the yeah. whole time. Like, this is actually really good writing. Like, they had no money in that show, right? They had nothing. It was just all about the writing. It was all about the story. Yeah. And it was just really good. I enjoyed the story. Even if you didn't know who John Dory was before mm. last night, you know pretty much who he is, 90% of who he is after, after last night, right? I mean, and even her to a certain extent, you know a little bit, but not much. I think it's a lot of the credit needs to go to the acting, too. I mean, yes. it was well-written, but, I mean, both these actors are really good, and they were good together and very believable. So, I think he's a few notches above her, though. I have to say, I'm still not yeah. impressed with what she's doing. I got, I mean, you guys can beat me up about that, but I just don't I don't like what she's no, doing. No, I'm, I'm a fan of hers, but I will. he's definitely the better actor. That's There's no doubt there. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a lot of and dramas. But not I've to mention, she had... She has impeccable con- comedy timing, but his is even more so with the subtle way he does it. Yeah. 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 And, like I was watching the Talking Dead after waiting, falling asleep during um, Into the Badlands, and I woke up and the Talking Dead was on. Um, she see, I like her like her reality personality better than what she's doing. She's more relaxed <laughs> herself. Oh yeah. She's oh, trying. Yeah. I think she's trying a little too hard for this. Like you're right. Maybe she, this isn't her. This isn't her wheelhouse, this type of drama. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be suiting her. Like, well, she hadn't done that often. Yeah, she hadn't yeah. done, like, horror and stuff like that. She's done mostly... Right. It's mostly been comedy. It's right. mostly been uh, comedic uh, mm-hmm. sitcoms. Yeah. I was fine. I was fine with it. Okay. I'm just expecting too much, I guess. I mean, she, she, I think she pulls off being someone suffering from some type of... Trauma. I don't know. Like we don't know what it I is. I don't yet, know that but... it's trauma. I think there's something shady in her past. You 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 seeing unsubs again? I'm you seeing, seeing unsubs, unsubs everywhere. Unsubs. <laughs> she went through. I mean, even in, well, unsubs are created from a trauma. So I mean, yeah. no, but I'm betting like she was like uh, you know one of those nurses that like what do they call them? The ones that you Kill know people, put people out of the put on... uh, yeah mercy angels or whatever. Wow, you you went deep with that. I didn't I didn't think I don't know. There's, I didn't some, see anything there's something that... when she talks about being a nurse before everything went to hell. Mm-hmm. The look on her face, I don't know, it just told me there's something very twisted about her and being a nurse. Well, I can't tell you that that's not the case. I don't know. But it something happened to her. Something caused her to to be this way. And I wanna know what it again, I wanna know what it is. Just like with with John, I wanted to know what it was that made him not, that made him seem kind of off, you I know, mean, when he, things happen. told that story. Well, we'll get to it when we get into the yeah, we'll story about right. it. He, yeah, does, right. he I, does kind of explain it, yeah. yeah I found it very interesting that he's the one that named her Laura, not her. Right. Yeah. You look at yeah. your Laura. I'm going to call you Laura. Is that all right? Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. But you want to know. I mean, it's, uh, you know. Just yep. to have a whole story with just two, just two people, and just dealing with that world. I mean, and just this dude wants to connect with somebody. Yeah. Like that's what you care about. I mean, he really wants to connect with someone. He, you know, he's he's basically alone, but he doesn't want to be alone. And well, I get the impression too that he he was alone before. The apocalypse. I'm thinking that he probably shut himself up in that cabin and all yeah, that. Yeah, he wasn't in After, a good place. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't in a good place then. After probably. he shot that guy or whatever, it. Uh, I think he. Yeah, from society. It seemed like that. It seemed like he's punishing himself 
he was he was punishing himself a long time before the yeah before it hit and it just so happened um you know that it's in a he was just in a safer place he could stay alive right because of where he was which you cared i mean that it's amazing that the show is doing this and it can get away it could do this one this of the fear best, of the walking dead i mean what yeah one of the best revelations last night was that to find out that even in the zombie apocalypse you can netflix and chill <laughs> very true yeah yeah very true all right, good stuff. So let's, go. let's jump into it. Uh, the recap, courtesy of AMC. Thank you for posting it. It's pretty uh, concise, usually usually fairly error-free uh, recap. John Dory cleans a pair of matching pistols on the porch of a creekside cabin. He sees an infected coming down the creek and leaving the gun, kills it with an axe. Again, the way it was shot was pretty cool. You know, the angles they used and, you know, you just see him chilling there. And he, he's like, all right, I got to put my guns down. I got to grab this axe. It's just ho-hum, just like, you know, work, work of the day type of thing. So he's well, been there for a while. Yeah. thing for him, yeah. And yeah. The, thing, that, well, the thing I noticed about the scene is that he didn't use the gun. And he explains why yeah. later. But, like, yeah. when he opened with this and he's going for the axe, I'm like, why didn't you just shoot him, you know, while I'm watching that? So. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And also, we're watching Talking Dead. They built this cabin. It was not there. There was nothing there. They built it just for this oh, show. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it's pretty cool because there's a lot of detail in that little thing. It's like they really did a well, good job on that. I'm surprised they spent that money to do that. That's yeah. not cheap. To, it's not a big one, but together. I mean, it's it's a shack, but I mean, it's it's they built it. Yeah. yeah. So the guy that directed last night's episode, he used to be a cameraman on the, the Prime show. Satrazemus, yeah. Yeah. Then he became the DP. And now he's directing over here. That's why this episode, I mean, the cinematic shots, the wide sweeping mm-hmm. shots down down the river and all of that, just was real, very cinematic, just very nicely done. And, and now you know why. I mean, the guy has yeah. the eye, definitely. Yeah, and if I didn't true. mention it, it was directed by Michael E. Satrazemus, written by Anna Fishko. So John then wakes up and starts his day brushing his teeth, making his bed. Now, if you guys noticed when he woke up, did you see that little... Um, the Billy the Bass thing that was his. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I can't yeah. help but notice that. And he had it yeah, wired to to like a little alarm clock. It was like he yeah. rigged it. So that was instead of the bell going off, it was the. I would not want to wake up to that every morning. <laughs> I still think of the Sopranos. When I, I think it was though, right? Whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> all I think about. That's all I think. I see about Tony I see throwing it, it at uh, Georgie behind the bar. He's just throwing it at him and kicking his butt. I see a whole thing. I see them killing pussy all over again. <laughs> Take me to the room. Yeah. I forgot all about that. <laughs> oh, that's all I think about when I see one I of those can't. things. Yet, right? I can't right? not see it. I can't. I can't. Something that really struck struck me is that he had like. He had to set up this routine to like kind of keep himself sane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And stuff like, like yeah. every you could tell it, this is what he did every single morning. Every you know, every morning he got up, he did that. He had like this this whole like routine. He explains his routine later, but I thought it was cool to kind of see that insight into the character. Yeah, he plays Scrabble against himself. Um, he finishes the day by watching TV and eating popcorn. So again, you see a complete day of his his lonely existence. Again, this really brought me back to some of the best, you know, Twilight Zone stuff where the guy's in the cabin by himself all the time, and you know, it's just it just you see all that, and you kind of feel like you were right there next to this guy. You feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. John here is sloshing in the creek and finds a woman lying unconscious. He thought it was a walker at first, but she actually was Naomi um, in the water, kind of slumped over his little canoe. Uh, John lays her on his bed and discovers a deep gash on her stomach. She's semi-conscious at this point. He just assures her, look, I'm going to help dress this wound and let you get some sleep in a minute. And he does what he can to help her patch her up and lets her go to bed. 
Um, in the morning, John finds the cabins empty. He goes out find, outside and catches Naomi mm-hmm. searching for his Jeep keys. Again, she's trying to escape again. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. John's like, hey, if you want the keys, they're in the they're in the visor. She's like, what? They're in the visor. <laughs> he points to the you thing. Know, <laughs> I, I get the mistrust of meeting strangers in the zombie apocalypse and, you know, with everything that we've known that happens. I mean, I get it, but, I mean, so far every person we've seen her meet she's been a complete dick to yeah it's, it's well I'm, I'm this not... one i could see her running because she even though he saved you know he saved her he i mean you really still don't know it's like that one it's one dude in this cabin right, as a woman you got to take precautions right you know as a woman, you gotta, i, I get that but I you're get. just gonna steal the dude's car i mean listen what else are you good i mean you don't know what are you gonna do I don't know. There's if you're in that position, if you're in that position, I mean, I don't. You, you have no options. What are you? You what are you gonna do? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what she's been through prior to this. We still don't know. True. So yeah. So this is a really funny scene again. This shows some of um, Gary Dillahunt's you know comedic chops. He's just standing there and you know, yep, the keys are right there, and you can go ahead. And then she starts the car. Oh yeah, it needs a battery too. It's like you know, he's just so mm-hmm. matter of fact about it. Like it's, it's no big thing when the Jeep won't start. Um, he suggests at least she takes some food, water, and first aid before leaving. Like he still doesn't seem phased that she tried to steal his car. She's like, look, you know, hey, if you want to go, it's fine, but just take some food and supplies because we don't want you know, I don't want you to die out there. He's being really, really cool at this point. Right. Naomi gives John instructions on how to stitch her wound because it is is pretty bad. Um, she grimaces as John pierces the skin with the needle, and you know, she tries to do it herself, but obviously she can't. And then he he patches her up with with some uh, some stitches. Uh, John serves fish stew for dinner, and asks if uh, if he can call her Laura because she refuses to tell him her name. Again, this is cute. You know, you look like a Laura. I'm going to call you Laura, and she doesn't doesn't argue with him. He welcomes her to stay as long as she'd like. And then it says, Naomi insists she will leave as soon as she is better. And I don't know if you noticed, when she drank that fish stew, she kind of made a face. She's like, oh, she was, looked like she wouldn't, didn't like it that much. Yeah, Wouldn't know. you? Wouldn't you, fish stew? I Have you know. ever had booyah base? Ugh. I, Ugh. Uh, you know, he's... Huh? Uh, what, well, you like it? I like a little fish stew. I've done it before. It's all oh, right. I can do it, baby. Man. A little fish no, head you, stew, right? You know? No, you no. can have that. Don't look it, at no. me. I don't want nothing <laughs> looking at me when I'm eating it. Little eyeballs looking around. No, I don't think you can have that. <laughs> John, John mounts a curtain around the bed to give Naomi some privacy. So, again, he's planning for her to stay for a while while she heals up. And maybe even beyond. But uh, he, he's trying to make it as comfortable for her as possible. And he's being very... You know, cautious with her, very respectful. He's a good guy. He's just, you know, trying to give her her space. But again, she keeps insisting she's going to leave. She's going to leave. Naomi wakes up in the middle of the night and sees John cleaning his pistols. She kind of peeks out the window. He doesn't really see her. He hears the floorboard creak, but doesn't see her as she's sneaking up, kind of watching him. And he has some kind of ritual with that. If you've noticed, he did it a few times during the episode. Like, he has the he, box, right? And it's the it's like and a the... cowboy. He reminds me of something like... He reminds me of a, like a cowboy movie or something. Like, it's... This could have been like a cowboy movie where you, you know, you'd sit. He's he's done, you know, he's, yeah. he's put up the guns. That's it. He's not going to do it anymore. Well, and he's, he does say he did some trick shooting like in a Wild West show or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Said, right. Yes, he does mention that. So that's because there's that's like where these a pistols dance are from. with it. Like you could, it's like a there's there's a way that 
I don't know. It's like a it's like a way that people that are very the ones that are very good with guns, how they clean it. It's almost like an art, an art form. The way they do it. Yeah, he definitely and had a it, ritual about it. And you it could seemed see like, yeah. yeah, the way he did it, it's just like you could, the way it's shot and the way you, you know, you look at it. I'm no gun fanatic. I don't know. I've never held a gun or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the way that he does it, like, I couldn't take my eyes away well, from, the, from doing the gun. It's almost like he counted the strokes. Like, it's like, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, one, two, three. Okay, then he put it down. He, he was the, like an yeah, artist. He right. was like an artist. Yeah. He was like an artist with it. Very like, ritualistic. I could not stop. Yeah, I couldn't stop looking at it. So John kills two infected in the creek and decides to investigate the source. He says, you know, better check upstream. Got some problems up there. You know, just very matter of fact. I mean, I love how just relaxed he is, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentions to Naomi that he is also going on a supply run. And Naomi's feeling better at this point. She's starting to trust him a little bit. She's opening up a little bit more at this point. She insists on joining him. And he at this point, he offers her boots to protect herself from snakes. But she says, no, I don't want the boots. I want to be able to run if I have to. So she keeps her shoes on. But the boots stay on the porch. John and Naomi row up the canoe. I'm sorry, row the canoe upriver. Naomi inquires about John's past. He informs her that he was a police officer. They reach a bridge and notice a breached guardrail. So obviously a car had recently just driven off <laughs> driven off the road, went right through the guardrail, and then knocked down this fence. So the walkers are just being drawn into the river. And I know one of the listeners wrote why they keep walking into the river. I think they hear the rushing water. The rushing water, right? and then there's walkers inside that SUV that's in the, then they're making noise. So there's enough noise coming from the river where it's drawing them through the open. Right. Okay. And, yeah. and they shouldn't know better either way because they're – you know, they should just be attracted by whatever sound, right? They don't, yeah, and, and they don't not the least see. resistance. I mean, it's, right. you know, they just kind of go until they hit, you know, what looks like a open Because didn't they, yeah. they kind of say the assumption is they don't even see anymore? They just go by the smell and the sound? Mm, I, I never know. said that, but... <sighs> oh, I think they can see, but I mean, right. I think it's just pure instinct. That I don't know, because it's funny, because catching up on... on uh, on season three, one of the things that the the one guy does the at the prepper, the the younger son, okay, is he makes a point of waiting until the eye just gets blown out, mm. and he's like, okay, now now they're gone. Um, I think in the past they've determined that the way they can differentiate between humans and walkers is the smell, not by sight, right? So it's like that's what you, I thought. I heard. But that's if you're in a crowd like of them. But I think they still can see. But but the way they tell is by their smell. I think that, that's what they've said. That's why they put the mm. guts on on you to mask your your alive smell. You want to smell dead if you're amongst All them. Right. And what's funny is I'm trying to do this with it's. We're talking about zombies here, and I'm trying to make it make sense. <laughs> well, they, they keep changing the rules, though. That's the problem. First, the guts get you sick. They don't get you sick. They even explained it well, a little bit. Yeah. This episode, it's like you yeah, know, yeah. This episode, it came up again. I know. It's like they're still trying to explain what happened to Father Gabriel. It's like, it's like I, <laughs> they're trying to still know, explain it away. It's, it's like, yeah. but it's still a world of zombies and shit, right? I don't know. It's, <laughs> what do we know? I don't know? What do we know exactly? So they quickly deduce that the infected have been falling through the gap and floating downriver. Makes sense. I, I wonder though, did that like did that opening just appear? Like did someone just lose control recently? It must have been. Well, he right? said, "Yeah, yeah," because he makes a point of saying that uh, wasn't there. That was it. New. Needs he goes something's go, something's happened. 
Okay, I need okay, to go yeah. up the river. It needs a t- it needs tending to or something like that. He 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 calls out that like there's a reason why this is happening because this is not normal. So, yeah, he's seeing too many. Right. He's seeing too many too often. Yeah. So John and Naomi stop at the general store for supplies. Naomi lays out first aid supplies for anyone else who visits the store. Um, pretty cool. If you see, and there's a lot of little Easter eggs in this scene too. Like she grabs the bag, the backpack, right? Yeah. The, the backpack and a couple. You see other the things. popcorn socks. The popcorn socks that he gives to Morgan, right? There was a lot of that. Yeah. So, well, just the fact that she took things that weren't medical supplies and put them with the medical supplies, like yeah. she, she said, you know, people people need splints and they don't think outside the box. So she took things that people could use as splints and put training. them with the medical supplies. So I guess the vultures haven't been here yet since we're back in time because yeah. usually they do a good job cleaning out these kind of little stores. And Well, we don't know how far away he is now from where he was. Like, well, yeah, apparently that, that was the middle of freaking nowhere where he was at. Not a bad place to lay low, that's for sure. Yeah. John and Naomi used corrugated metal from a gas station to mend the guardrail. So it seems like a good idea. They just kind of patch it up. Naomi lays in bed while John watches a movie. She joins him on the couch, and he, you know, he apologizes. I'm sorry if it's too loud. I'm just watching a movie. It's what I do. It's movie night. What do you say? It was Tuesday. It's movie night. Which, yeah, I don't know how he knows it's Tuesday. Like that's the well. That's and then the, he said, he said, well, I guess now every night's movie night. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so, right. right. Yeah. He's like, yeah. no, know, right. This is probably still early enough in the apocalypse that there's still printed calendars that were valid, so you can keep track. If he kept track all this time, he seems like the kind of guy that would keep track too of the days, right? Like he would know. Yeah. Exactly what day yeah. it really was. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, this is where we get the uh, the movie reviews too. Like you found a labyrinth unsettling, and yeah, uh, and yeah. <laughs> green Green Mile was too long or something. And yeah, where'd you get that from, Joe? That was pretty cool, actually. Did you make that up, or that was uh... no? I, it's in the I looked. I looked online. Oh, is that what it, it was on the clipboard? It was on. The, I oh, found, that, oh. I, I found a still of the clipboard. Oh, that was what he wrote. I, in the, I didn't see all that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I thought he was just signing out the movies. I didn't know he was actually rating them on the on the clipboard. That's funny. Yeah. I thought you made that up. Um, she joins him on the couch. John offers to make some brittle. Naomi watches John sleep during the movie. He wakes up and stares at her. She reveals that she lost her child. So again, we a little piece of information. She just got emotional for a moment and shared that with him. John gets ready to fish in the creek. Naomi asks him to teach her how to fish. John gives Naomi a fishing lesson and shows her how to gut the fish. And they eat fish for dinner, and they, they're enjoying it. Naomi thanks John for teaching her. So again, the relationship is still growing. They're, he's teaching her things, and, and she's grow, they're, they're growing closer. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. And things and stuff. <laughs> John and Naomi play Scrabble and fish over the ensuing days. So all the things that John used to do himself, they're now doing. Now they, they can do together. They can together. do together. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> John, John removes Naomi's stitches. Uh, she announces that she's ready to leave now that her wounds have healed. John goes outside to kill an infected and realizes that their patch on the bridge isn't working. Uh, she offers to help John fix the bridge by blocking the gap with the Jeep. So a little bit more of a permanent solution they came up with, although it wasn't so permanent. John and Naomi sit in the Jeep on the bridge. Uh, she says she learned how to hotwire cars because he asked her, where'd you learn how to do that? And she, she hotwired the Jeep, which makes no sense because she kept looking for the keys, right? But okay, that's fine. Um, from a woman that she met in the camp. 
John sees one of his pistols hidden behind Naomi's back and snatches it. Little thief. Naomi argues that they needed the gun for protection, but John sternly refuses to use firearms. He's not even pissed that she stole it. He's more pissed that you know, to use it. Right. Yeah, so he's like, no, you don't use that gun. Yeah, it's like guns in general. It wasn't like this gun. Mm -hmm. It was just guns. We have a problem with guns. When he even makes a point of saying, you're going to draw, all he's going to do is just draw more. I mean, obviously yeah. there's more to it than that, but mm -hmm. right. but he does make the point of saying, like, yeah. it makes too much noise and then there's just going to be more. And that's a lesson that most of our survivors learn pretty early, right? Like, we've seen that in The Walking Dead and even in Fear. They start using their guns a lot, then they start trailing off because it's like, well, you're, A, you're running out of ammo, and B, the noise draws a lot of them. you got to get better yeah. with your, your knife work and your sword work and yeah. do it quietly. So it's kind of like an acquired skill. You, you graduate from the guns to the knives. By the way, speaking of swords, that machete that stuck through the one walker, yeah. later, later, I kept, I, I kept, like, I wonder if... Does it have a red handle? I know. I was thinking oh, the same no, thing. No, no, no. <laughs> is, that, is that the red machete? Is this where it ended up in Texas, right? That was pretty funny. John and Naomi kill all the infected on the bridge, then drive the Jeep in front of the gap. But this is actually a pretty good scene on the bridge. They killed a lot of walkers on this thing. I mean, it was good hand-to-hand, -hand, a lot of good shots. I mean, it was really pretty good yeah. little scene there, you know. Um, and infected attacks John in the driver's seat. This is the one that had the, the machete stuck through its torso. Um, Naomi screams at him to use the gun because he actually he almost got him with the machete because he yeah. pierced the vinyl window of the Jeep. Uh, John refuses and then uses the, the knife. And he finally kills him. He does this crazy, like, stabs him a hundred times in the head because he's pissed. And blood goes everywhere. gets on Naomi. And she's yelling at him, use the gun! Use the gun! He didn't want to do it. No, so he went when he went a little crazy with the with the knife. Right? <laughs> he went a little cray cray, yeah. went a little cray cray with the knife. Yeah, yeah, he did. Little, he went a little crazy with that. <laughs> well, you got to make sure it's dead. <laughs> He's crazy. Back at the cabin, Naomi points out that John almost died because of his refusal to use guns, and she's wiping off the blood that he got on her from stabbing the thing a thousand times. John explains that when he was a cop, he fairly shot a robber in the leg, and he does he does, he does such a great job with his story, like. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's yeah. telling the story, and I'm envisioning this in my head as he's telling the story. Yeah. I'm like, "Wow, this is pretty cool." It's like this is a low budget kind of. He's thing. like a cowboy. Cowboys can tell stories. Around the fire, right? Or the campfire? That's what around he's doing. the fire, yeah. That's what he's, he's doing. He's modern day cowboy. Yeah, I'm loving it though. I'm like, I can listen to this all day. Well, <laughs> I would watch this show. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the one thing about this season so far is this is all just stories, right? Like the yeah. whole point of this is, you know we've kind of been getting the story of the main cast and why why and how they ended up mm. where they were. And now in this episode, it's it's John telling Morgan the story. So right. I don't know. I, I kind of like that theme. That's a perfect uh, description for the season, yeah. It's, it's I, I, about I, stories. Yeah, you and, got and, Al collecting the stories and... Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. And then the whole, you know, bit with the with the opens, right? The, the Yes. Um, the... This one the was, title open. Yeah, you what, what'd you see in this one? Like, did you see two people? Like, was, Just saw two people walking. So I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's uh, referring to Morgan and John. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah it seemed like it was at the end of the I'm episode. I'm still not where... seeing. I'm still not seeing how it's a story, though. To me, yeah, it's just it's it's tell it. It's just a little bitty kind of hint to what the episode's about. Right. To, to me, I don't know. Last week's was cool too because it was the you know four by three framed. Yeah. You know, uh, fuzzy you with know. the video thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right. Which I didn't realize it was 4-3 until Chubb, Chubb mentioned that. I'm like, oh, wow. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't even catch that. I saw the fuzzy video, but I'm like, I didn't realize the 4-3. Yeah. So, yeah, they're doing some cool stuff with that. I, I like what they're doing. You're right. I don't see them connected, though. But maybe in the end, they will, maybe will tell something. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. So, he said that he moved to a new town after everyone started calling him a hero. Or he basically was saying that he... Because she asked him how he ended up out here in the middle of nowhere, basically. Didn't say that, but just, you know... He's like, he was tired of being called a hero. I guess he felt really bad about killing that, that guy. Maybe he's got this thing with killing. He got this thing where, you know, he, he yes, he was a bad guy. He was a robber, but he did not mean to kill this guy. And he did and took a life and, you know, that whole life is precious thing. Yeah. Yeah. Without I, being able to articulate it as good as Morgan or. Well, or almost, almost beyond is like, not only did he take the life, but people called him a hero for it. Right. Uh, what, yeah. What's yeah. Yeah. to bother him? He says, you know. People, I'm sorry, around these parts start calling me a hero for it. Yeah, it's almost like he could understand the whole, like it was an accident, right? He he went to shoot the guy, the guy turned, right, and, and he killed him. But the fact that he was like regarded as a hero for something that, A, was a mistake on his part, and B, something he did, you know, he never intended to do. Right. Um, it I, I think that's, it, yeah, it just really kind of, you get the kind of sense that he's kind of a, He's kind of a he's kind of an odd character to begin with, right? Like, right, yeah, um, yeah. He does. He does. He's. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know how you can describe him because. Yeah, he's it, he's unique. He's he's, he's not. <laughs> he seems like he's slow, but he's not slow. You know what I mean? He's got this kind of no. Yeah, but you, you would know. mistake him for being like a little you, bit. You could you could yeah. mistake him for being that. But he's way, not. But he's, but he's not. not right. Which is actually a good thing in the zombie apocalypse because people are think they're going to take advantage of him, and then yeah, he handles them. Yes, he does. So infected surround the jeep on the bridge, and you can see again they're they're, they're all like surrounding the jeep. Like they, 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 I guess they hear the noise, like we said earlier, on the river. They want to get through that Jeep on, down to the river, and that's what ended up happening. The machete guy somehow moved and kicked the Jeep into gear, and they <laughs> just rolled forward. Uh, and then basically, they start go jumping into the bridge, uh, into the river again. The uh, the walkers they don't really jump; they just they fall into the river. John and Naomi here infected, piling up on the creek, and it's crazy. Actually, you hear like a lot of splashing. It's and he right. his eyes go yeah. wide open. He hears. He goes, oh. And it was pretty, I mean, terrifying. If you're in that house, right, and you hear splashing, you know what it is. It's not going to be good one way or the other. Either, either it's people or it's zombies. Either way, you're not. Yeah, you know not, what it is. It's not a good You thing. know what it is. <laughs> no, what is it? <laughs> Come on, Jim. You know what it is. Come on. Man. No, seriously, what is it? <laughs> they, go out, <laughs> they go outside and begin slaying the infected. Naomi becomes overrun. John gets his guns and saves her life by sharpshooting the infected. And again, he does this two-handed sharpshooting thing, man. He got six shooter. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sweet. good. That was a good move. Naomi thanks John and calls him a, an honorable person. John gives her a pistol to take with her on the road. Again, he... He's not even so much in love with that set, although you think he would be, right? The way he ritualistically right. cleaned it, and you know, but he just wants her to be safe. And uh, Naomi asks John uh, on the couch. Naomi joins John on the couch to watch a movie. John then moves outside, like he doesn't want to be next to her. She asks why he's avoiding her, and he says, "I love you." And he says it again in that kind of like 
ashamed kind of way. He kind of looks down. And he goes, I love you. I know. He, he said it in such a way that you believe it. And he goes, I'm sorry. And he has a lot more lines here. It doesn't really say here. But I mean, he said, like, he's like, you know, you, you make my days brighter. As long as you're alive, the world is better. And I know. It's just, yeah, he just, he, didn't want, he, really, he really fell in love with it. And it again, you complete me. Right. Just, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to say to Telly when I yell out. To you complete me? Very wise. You complete me? Yeah. I'm going to say the whole thing. That was that was from Brokeback, wasn't it? That was, uh... Well, Craig, you, you're, the, you're the one of us that lives closest to him, so you're going to have to bail him out. I'll bail you out. Don't worry, buddy. Yeah. It's no problem. In I don't want to. Well, at least yeah, it's Sunday, yeah, so I can get out. Hey, hey, hey Craig, listen, man, I'm, I'm in the twenty the second precinct. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't touch her though, man. I didn't. I didn't, I touch didn't her. Yeah. All I did was say a poem. I just recited some lines. I was that trying to woo her. Sorry. I wanted to woo her. Don't tell her, her about the man from Nantucket. <laughs> oh no! I, yeah, I can't t- can't do that joke. Disco for life, baby. Disco for life. Uh, in the present, John looks at the Scrabble tiles in a small box. Morgan sits beside John and assures him that Naomi loved him. Um, he reminds John that they are part of the world and should not waste any more time. Um, John holsters Naomi's pistol and walks down the road with Morgan. So again, we can see in the end that she. She basically, he didn't even say it here, but she wrote, I love you too, on the Scrabble tiles on well, the it was table sweet. the next morning. It was morning. sweet. Yeah. Because he even said in the thing, he was like, I know that you need to leave. He's like, I know that you, you know, like, you, I know you need to leave. And I don't want you to, I don't want you to leave. But he said something like, I, w- I would leave and you could stay. Yeah, he even offered that, right? He's like, I'll, yeah. I'll go. You he stay said, here. Like, I'll just, go yeah, and right. you can stay. But it was just something just so protective and heartwarming about and this is a dude this is this is what I think this is a good actor. This is a dude that played has played serial killers. Right. Like he is like basically basically walked out into a he's been on screen covered in blood because he's murdered like multiple people well, in deadwood remember that he slashed the, the yeah, 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 yeah. He, like, i still will never forgive him for killing wild bill well the, the, the droop yeah. eye he played yeah. he was so good he played two characters in one show like how crazy is that right yeah <laughs> he played the droop like, eye he played uh yeah. like it's crazy that this guy could do that and 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 in this role like be the sweetest dude like he's just the kindest Dude, and so when he says all of that stuff to her, I know every woman watching Fear Walking Dead that night, I can hear them all swooning. <laughs> I wonder how many I wonder how many men were hit, were slapped that day, that night. You don't say things like that to me anymore. <laughs> because it was just such a sweet scene. Like so he, it was just that He's a new and, heartthrob now, so it shifted from Jeffrey Dean Morgan to Garrett Dillahunt. Is that what it is? Is the uh He did it like the way that yeah. he he delivered that scene. It was like, how could you not want to stay, which made it more tragic that she left anyway. That's funny you say that. What was that show he was on for five seasons? What was it called? Um uh, which one? Raising Hope? Yeah, Raising yeah, Hope. yeah. My girl's like, yeah. Yeah, I started watching Raising Hope recently on Netflix. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. really? Okay, I see uh, how it is now. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> like, you know what it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah I know what it is. I'm sitting there, I look at the corner of my eye, I go, really? Okay, yeah, yeah. Good, good show, right? He's a good actor in that show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. like Raising Hope yeah. now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that about, huh? Oh, it's funny. Yeah. 
I don't mind. So anyway, um, yeah, pretty good good episode, man. It was really awesome, especially the end when you know Morgan kind of tests him. He kind of says, "Listen, yeah. man, if you're gonna be a killer, I, I can't be sitting next to you. I'm on my on my own." And he goes, "No, I'm not that guy. I'm not that man." He goes, "I, I don't yeah. want to be that." He almost doesn't beg, but he 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 affirms to Morgan that no, I, I don't want to be a killer. It's not who I am. And um, and they leave comrades. They really do. I think this may be the closest friend that Morgan's had forever even even counting rick because rick's been doing some crazy stuff you know I yeah mean, yeah rick rick went crazy quick rick rick went they, they're probably the most closest as kindred spirits right they're yeah. both lost they're both yeah they're both yeah. a little off in in yes. life you yeah, know and, off, and just offbeat yep yeah. yeah yeah and not quite sure you know what's going on where they want to go what they want to yeah. do you know where they, what their but, place in the world is yeah right. but they love hard man they care yeah, they and they're kind of pacifists yeah. somewhat. And they, I mean, I get the impression John will like do what he has to. He's not quite at you know Morgan level of I'm not going to kill any person, but right. John is more just like like man, if I don't like, I'd rather just live off on my own and do my own thing and just mm-hmm. be around a few people and and survive and not have to like fight for it. If, if you know, but if I have to, I will. But right. they're good at it too. Like that's the yeah. thing. The scary it, thing yes. is that they're good at killing. That's the that's the scary part, because it scares them. I think like there's always that it's always that fear that it's going to be something that's going to set them off. Or they're going to grow accustomed to liking it. Or they're going to grow accustomed to liking it. Yeah, it's always going to be that thing, and they're always or go putting, off their rocker and paint clear all over the place. Well, I mean, and they're always putting that <laughs> that position. They're always putting that position where it it probably is the the best you know solution to a problem but that's when it's the worst when it is the solution like you were a cop you were you know like it's it, you put in that position to do that like morgan has been put constantly put in a position where he has went crazy with killing and wanted to stop and then it, he he gets into a, a peaceful place and then they're put in a position where they have to deal with killers so it's like what do you do not help in this situation because these are people that will kill women and children they don't care who you know the saviors they don't care who they hurt and kill right so it's like but you're but little do you know it's like saying to a heroin addict you have to do this heroin to save somebody's life but that puts you right back into the where you were before what you came out of you don't want to do that so it's it's sad because they keep in this world. You, it's not a place where you can be kind and peaceful because if you're not dealing with, you know, marauders or or scavengers or whatever, like you're constantly going to have to meet up with people that are going to put you in a position to have to take a life more than not, and or you become bloodthirsty. Look at the family they left; they're on their way to go. You know. Their plan is to kill all of them, right? That, that's their whole plan to Pretty wipe much. out this yeah this group, and they and and they tried to use the death of this woman to get him to go do it with them. <laughs> like they killed her, they killed, like the way she said it, it was almost like a lie. I don't believe. Well, I don't even. Know I don't if I can uh, believe her. Luciana said she didn't make it out. If you listen to her yeah. carefully, she didn't make it. Yeah, out. not. I think I'm, still alive. I'm betting they that, killed her. I'm huh? betting. I'm betting that. When they fled the baseball field, mm. 
Madison and Naomi didn't get out, okay. and they just are assuming they're dead. Gotcha. Now, I, I still think Madison may be dead anyway, but mm. um, I don't think Naomi's dead. Oh, so there could be a nice, tearful reunion with John Dory and uh, you never know. Naomi. Yeah. never yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It just seems odd that they... Yeah, it's just again, no body, no death, right? Like that, right. you know. Yeah. Until I, until I actually see it, but I, I, I think they're both alive. I think, and again, after last week's episode, I mean, I, I wasn't on last week, but you know, the whole like, what's, what's bullcrap and what's real story, right? Like mm-hmm. you get the hint that there's that even in all the stuff that they were saying that there was some truth left out. Yeah, um, they leave yeah, something I, out. I agree. Yeah, there's got there's more to both their stories, I think. Both yes. Naomi and 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 uh, and John that we aren't hearing yet. Now I would I agree. I don't think they would set that up without there being a reveal down somewhere down the line. So it's gotta and be. It, it's gotta and be it just doesn't. Too. I mean, it there's like no dramatic effect to it, right? Like John right. finding out that she's quote dead. There's there's no dramatic effect to it. Like he, well, it's firing him up. I mean, he he's to do something. It's winding him up. But we, but you know what you're saying. It could be more. They could get more out of I don't know because I think what would make him cross the line again would be Naomi being alive and being held by those guys. Yeah. Oh, so then he just and then he, he has to go help yeah. and he has to go get her as opposed to she's dead, she's dead. He can kill all of them and none of the, he knows. He's he's he he in in his head he he's He's mature enough, like Morgan, to know I could wipe them all out. That's not going to do nothing. Like that's I've been through this. Like Morgan, for sure, has been through this. He's he has wiped out groups for revenge oh, yeah. and felt the same way. Like he knows it doesn't yeah. do anything for you. But when it's someone in jeopardy and you have to save them, what would you do? Yeah, that could be the trigger for him to to do some some. Him and Morgan to save a life. You you've seen what they've done to save. They've, lives, cro- they, to they've save crossed that line. I mean, I mean, you know, Morgan's crossed yeah. the line to save Carol, obviously, and that that right. that, that started him down a very dark path. You know, where it starts him down a boat. But that's uh, I think that that's the smarter thing with this show. It would be easy if they had just if they could have wrote it easily and said she's dead, and then he gets mad and gets in the truck, and they all drive off to take the guys down. But to do it differently and have it where he because he does understand death and all that to have it differently where he's just forced to go after them because he find they find out that they have her and to get her back you got I mean you you can't just say I ah, forget it I can't do it because <laughs> I don't want to kill he's going to go after her if he finds out that she's alive he's going to do whatever he has to do we, we don't know where to they're walking save to. that woman we don't know where Morgan yeah. and him are walking towards they're going we towards something know. but they're walking yeah we see yeah. him walking we yeah. see it in the title screen right the two of them just yeah. walking on the on the on the plains of Texas and that's something I noted too I love the the um, the scenery I love where they are in Texas right now there's some great shots like even where just Morgan and him were talking on that just whatever it was that, that grassy plain whatever I'm, I'm loving it mm-hmm. it's such a different look to the show than it was like in right. georgia you know with all the trees and the the green it's like, it's just such a great place to be right now i love where i love where they are and it's just looking you know the whole show looks good it feels so different like it's yeah just, it's just a whole different vibe to this show it's like it started in la they went to mexico yeah. all right that was cool they did the boat thing it's like all right they went through mexico but where they are in texas right now it's just it's a pretty you know it's cool cool stuff i like it all right well before we get to our toby ratings how about a quick word from our sponsor 
um, DCBService.com and their uh, sister site, InStockTrades.com, is the number one place to go for comics, collectibles, clothing, action figures, statues, uh, collectible card games, and gaming supplies. Also, they have there uh, anything that's in the massive previews catalog. And they sell this stuff at 30, 40, 50, 60% off. Always a great deal on this kind of stuff if you're looking for it. Um, right now, we have the, they're relaunching Superman uh, at DC Comics. Uh, with a really well-known writer named Brian Michael Bendis from uh, worked for Marvel for years, writing Spider-Man and, and the Avengers. Now he's taking on uh, the big, the big, uh, the big guy himself, Superman. And Superman number one is on sale at DCBS right now for fifty percent off. Cover price four dollars. You get it for a dollar ninety-nine. Also, a lot of people hype about the Venom movie. I'm looking at a really cool uh, Venom PVC statue, uh, really well sculpted. Um, it's um, Eddie Brock coming, you know, being pulled up coming out of the actual venom suit itself it's 25 percent off an srp 45 but you only pay 33.75 for it uh if you are looking for graduation gifts because that's coming up birthday gifts or if you want to treat yourself and get yourself some cool clothes for the beach or for summertime uh i know a lot of people are hyped we talked about this last week a lot of people are hyped for solo uh a star wars story they have right now costumes classic style for han and lando uh in women's and in men's so you know, you want to, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying yeah. you know, those are available. There's also really uh, uh, they also have Chewbacca costumes for women and men as well. There's like a little Wookiee miniskirt thing going on there. Uh, Deadpool is about to come out. A lot of people are hyped for that. They have a really cool. I'm looking right now at a Deadpool logo splatter FX uh, T. Uh, normally twenty five ninety nine now on sale for fourteen ninety nine. If you want to show it, you know, let your geek flag fly. Then by all means. DCB Service is a place to go. Uh, they, they have collectibles. I know I bought a bunch of my um, McFarlane Walking Dead collectibles there, including uh, Daryl on his bike. And, you know, those are pretty fragile. And they came here in pristine condition. Um, really good, uh, you know, good condition, well-packed. And they came in, in, in total mint condition. Uh, and if you are a collector, a collector who really, you know, looks at those kind of things, I'm not pointing out any names, <clears throat> <clears throat> Russ, um, <laughs> then, then it's uh, it's you know they care about that kind of stuff too, and they will make sure your stuff gets there in a uh, not only a timely fashion, but in the pristine fashion that you want it to be, and in you know mint condition. If you want to catch up on The Walking Dead while we're in the off season, they have a myriad of ways to do that. Single issues, they have trade paperbacks. There are hardcovers. There are omnibuy. Uh, there are the giant compendium editions that are 48 issues all in one giant telephone book style. All at different price points, but all between 25 and 50% off. So if you want to catch up with where the uh, main show is while it's in the off-season, so you're kind of in the know when we come back uh, to the main show, then by all means do that. Uh, oh, here's here's one, a new Charlie's Angels comic. Is that, no, that's, really? That's, that's, yeah. that's pretty sweet. Wow. That's, uh, that's 40% off this week at, at DCV Service. Cool artwork on that too, by the way. Uh, new Xena comic. Remember Xena, Warrior Princess? Yes. Yep. Uh, Lucy yeah. Lawless. Yep. Hubba, Hubba. Coming out. Mm-hmm. So it's not just you know not just superheroes. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the great you know properties that you remember you know as a kid are, are also in comic book form now. Uh, Marvel is relaunching all of their stuff with new number ones. Captain America number one, Amazing Spider-Man number one. All those are fifty percent off too. Um, there's a new comic with Jughead from the Archies uh, <laughs> as a zombie. Uh, Jughead the Hunk. I guess he's not just eating cheeseburgers anymore. That too is on sale. 
for fifty percent off. So, uh, DCB Service is a place you can literally spend hours looking at their site. Just the specials alone uh, will take you a long time just to sort through. But uh, if you, like I said, if you're looking for any kind of graphic novels, comics, anything in that geeky uh, persuasion, there, t-shirts, uh, you know, and don't forget the gaming side. I'm I'm really into gaming, D and D, and that kind of stuff. They have a lot of that stuff also, 30, 40, 50 percent off. So, DCB Service and their sister site, uh, In Stock Trades, are the place to go, and we thank them for their continued support. Yes, we do. Thank you, Jim, for talking about our, our great sponsor. All right, let's get into our Toby ratings. Start with you, Mr. Richard Chubtoad. What do you got, sir? This one was easy. As Like I said at the top of the show, um, I think this is the best written episode of Fear the Walking Dead that they've had, and I give it five out of five. I may even throw a buster on top. Wow. Nice. It, I like that. Very good. More of this, please. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of the smaller stories, but I, I agree with you. Russell? Uh, I get a 4.75. This was almost a perfect episode. I, I was really impressed with it. I like I like just the, the characterization. I like the acting. Um, it was just solid. I, it was just a nice, well-told story. And, and again, to me, the, the big thing with this is it just ties into the theme, like I, I mentioned earlier in the episode, is you know, stories. I mean, this just seems to be a season about stories and, you know, getting out what, you know, what's going on with people. So, uh, yeah, it just, it was just well executed all the way around. Excellent. Daryl. Um, I guess I would give it a four out of five. It, it, it is really a good episode. I mean, it, it, which, it surprised me. I thought this might be the weak one because it's just the two characters. You never know, right? But they were able to to really pull this off. The acting was good. The writing was good. It, it the reveal was was you know of why he feels the way that he he does. I mean it that worked. I mean the way that it ended that you know like that that you know the the way that. You know, Morgan and him are, are bonding over these episodes. I mean, I, I, it just makes you look forward to seeing where they go with with uh, with the rest of the season. What's going to happen with these characters? I mean, that it, it again, it keeps me. I just keep. I don't even feel like I'm watching Fear the Walking Dead. I've been watching for the last <laughs> few years. It just feels like a totally. It just feels like a totally a, another show. It just feels like another Walking Dead. It's like spin-off. Walking Dead Texas, right? It's like we just started yeah, it now, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. it just feels like a, a Walking Dead, another one, another spinoff. And we're watching a whole new, new show, but it, it's great. I love, I mean, I'm really enjoying what they're doing. It's the way it should have been all along. <laughs> Jim. That's right. I give this one a four point two five. I really enjoyed it. I like the acting, I like the story. I like the fact that they're not telling us everything all at once you know they're kind of keeping some cards you know uh, face down on the table to reveal later uh kind of let us you know keep us along you know strung along on this i really like uh, uh dylan hunt in this he he totally killed it uh good script all around 4.25 toby's and yeah i'd throw out a buster there too just on top for good measure yeah i'll give it a four and a half uh great episode i loved how it just it felt like a really good like I said, Twilight Zone, it could have even been like a webisode almost by itself, right? This could have been a standalone, just take this out of the whole context of everything. This one episode can stand on its own, just delete that scene at the end with Morgan. It could just be like its own little thing. You don't need to know any more than what you got. 
And I, yeah. I, just, I just love that. Um, the only part that let it down a little bit, again, I'm being a little, little rough on her, but, you know, her acting, just he, he was up here and she was a little bit, you know what I mean? She was trying, but she wasn't, she wasn't matching him. She wasn't matching him. If, there was a, if this was a tennis match, she wasn't there. She was trying she to bring it. She was magnificent. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. I don't know if that's her or is, she, or is it del- – to me, it just seems deliberate. Like she's – she's being directed to act this Keep way. it down. Just keep it down. Keep it quiet. Yeah. Just don't yeah. – I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just something about yeah, it is a little strange. I just it's, – it's a little off to me. Like if – I guess for me, if, if – not to get too far off on it, but – No, but go if, ahead. If um, – like if I hadn't seen her in other things before – and she didn't. She wasn't charismatic and or or, or brand new. I'd be, I think I'd be on the same boat as you. But knowing, you know, having seen her in other things and knowing she's she's fairly charismatic and it being so muted and toned down here, I it, it makes me think that there's there that again this is deliberate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's the case, either way, it's still a little bit little bit not working for me. So again, great episode. All I'll take this kind of episode um, through and through. Uh, 4.5 but who cares what we have to say we have an amazing Facebook group Uh, you can leave your very own Toby ratings for of course Fear the Walking Dead and or Buster ratings for the Walking Dead Prime Uh, just go to the Facebook.com do a search for the Walking Dead TV podcast hit join group we get you in very quickly and you can leave your very own ratings and have them read out loud on the air by the one and only Mr. Jim Dietz Jim take it away uh, uh, the Walking Dead TV podcast is the name of the Facebook group, as you mentioned. And my, what an honor it is for you to have me read, especially this week, my throat being so scratchy. But anyway, <laughs> that's your Western, that's your gravelly Western voice now, right? It's, yeah. uh, in I'm Texas. Trying to, I'm working on my Rick. Yeah. Working on my Rick. <laughs> it's Hello, we can do it together. <laughs> we can read this episode together. Together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm still recovering from the Mother's Day weekend. Um, Tammy Heisley came in uh, with uh, this makes five good episodes in a row. Four Tobies. Um, <laughs> it, she's right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, DeRay Irvin, brilliantly done. Exclamation points. Five Dillahunts. Five, yeah, here we go. <laughs> see? You see? <laughs> he's made such an impression. He's, he's pushed Toby out of our mind. You see? Yep. Yeah. Uh, D- David Bue the third, 4.5 out of five. Uh, 2006 versions of Words with Friends. Uh, this played out beautifully to what I'd always imagine life in the zombie apocalypse would be like, more like out in rural areas away from settlements, which clearly attract all kinds of scavengers and vultures. Oh, I forgot uh, to mention the, the platypus there. reference too, with the with the scrabble, scrabble, which mm-hmm. which goes yeah. back to the first episode of this season, right? Didn't he say platypus to um, when he was talking in the woods to Morgan? So I forgot to Did mention he? that. Yeah, he's kept, oh. isn't that a funny word, platypus or something like that? Like, wasn't he, wasn't he doing that? So like, that was the word that saved him in Scrabble, and he was playing with himself, right? It was platypus. So I don't know if that what significance that right. had. It was a little, little inside joke with the writers, I guess. But it's uh, you know, it's there. Yeah. Fra- fra- phrasing there, Craig. Yeah, phrasing. phrasing. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Playing, playing with it himself. That's good. Uh, my, Michael Santana, four woman bills on a man in the morning after making sweet love last night out of five. A well-done episode. My only gripe being besides the uh, morning after trope, were the zombies being so damn interested in taking the nest he plunge off that bridge so often. 
um, Robert Nigro chimed in. That really seemed to make no real sense except to give Dorian Laura something to do. Also, set the parking brake, you guys. I know, right? Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> You're the car guy, Craig. I'm surprised you didn't chime in with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you got the little handbrake. Well, he was, you know, he was distraught because he had all that blood on him. He was just messed up. So he put it in gear, but he didn't put the pull the brake. I and mean, that's, you know, that's what happened. All right, we'll give him a pass on that one, Mr. Dory. Uh, Cheryl Morris Goodman chimed in with 4.75. Did you really make me cry out of five? Uh, remarkable episode. This really made me care for this relationship and these characters after only one episode, mostly. Love the subtle elements like the shoes being switched as a sign of surrender and both characters' nuanced face acting. However, they should have had that Jeep Walker lean on the horn or something and not just have the swarm drawn there by nothing. The car in the water doesn't count for me. I am so rooting for them to meet back up. Yeah, I guess that's something I didn't mention either. It wasn't in the the, the, the write up, but the, the switching of the boots at the end that was that was pretty interesting. Like it's uh, another way of him realizing she was gone, and uh, a very subtle way. Besides writing on the table, I love you too. You know, that's how she knew she was he was she was history. Right. Uh, Brent Jones, four point five gun twirls out of. Five, enjoyed the story, enjoying the story of as a whole this season, enjoying being caught up too. <laughs> uh, Robert Nigro, 4.25 is Eastman here. I smell <laughs> cheeses out of five. Uh, I like episodes like this just fine. There's enough danger without conflict and war all the time. And this episode reminded me of the parent show's Eastman Morgan episode, as did I, as did it to uh, myself there, Robert, uh, without being an exact copy. Uh, Dory was only kind of like Eastman, and Laura wasn't much like Morgan at all. It was just nice to see people looking after each other a bit. And the movie rentals also reminded me of I Am Legend. Uh, I saw Dory filling what I guessed is a cistern outside for water, but right. supplementing his electrical power with oil lanterns. Not sure why. I kept wondering where he was getting his power from or why I needed to know so bad, but I enjoyed this. Well, I don't know if you saw it. There was a little wind turbine. On his front lawn, if you will, or his front porch. Uh, I just assumed it was a generator or something. That's what I thought it was. That's yeah. why I thought the wind turbine was making power for enough for his TV anyway. But I could be wrong. Right. I mean, makes makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I would doubt uh, he used a lot. It's just him. It's just the TV and like yeah, a little like a one yeah. light. So I mean, the turbine could probably do that. The little wind thing. And, it, and if it's just going all day without him using it for anything exactly, else. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Right. Okay. Um, Susan Monk, 4.75 words to use in my next Words with Friends games with Aaron out of five. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Aaron was on Words with Friends. I'll have to look. Uh, wow, another great episode. Where are all those walkers infected past coming from? Were they drawn to the sound of the water? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Yukiyoshi Sawada comes in. 3.8 3. Burt Chance being Burt Chance out of five. Uh, one, Nora seems to have the nowhere safe keeping mentality just like the vultures in a sense uh two no one can make it out there on their own i don't think nora ever understood that nora. um he's saying nora i think he means laura yeah, it's laura um, oh laura okay got it i'm well, naomi I'm, laura oh i get it now okay it's, it's a mash okay right. I'm, I'm behind okay yeah i'm like ron burgundy i read what's on the paper stay uh, <laughs> <laughs> classy uh three john hates guns because he's so good with them this is a guy I'd want to have a drink with. Uh, four, John Dory is too nice to live long in this world, but too badass to die anytime soon. Five, not cool Nora telling you love him and then bailing. Weak. <laughs> Six, slow episode, but that's okay. If they're all fours and fives, then we'd just be setting ourselves up for overhype. Two slow episodes is good for a season. Also, John is such a good guy. Travis was a good man. John is a good guy. Kenpai. Kenpai. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington turned in five Walker scores, 13 and Scrabble out of five. That's without any double work score there, Richard. Uh, this has been my favorite episode out of all four seasons of Walk of Fear. Uh, brilliantly written and brilliantly acted. Had me gripped the whole way through. And did I spot the red machete in that episode? Uh, Chubb thought so. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Could be. The, power, the powers of Chubster Damas. Chubster Once Damas. again. Um, Johnny Storr, five out of five. Does Morgan have a new bestie? I think so. Glad that Naomi Laura, or whatever her name is, is dead because she kind of sucks. Uh, the scenery and stuff they're doing with the walkers are levels up above the walking dead. A moat? Finally, someone was thinking. Bruh. And yeah. if uh, you're enjoying this season as much as we are, or even if you're not, uh, chime in with your reviews every week on the Walking Dead Facebook group. Uh, we're up to 815 members now, which is pretty sweet. There are links there for uh, you know news items as well and memes, uh, links to uh, reviews, and um, uh, of course all, all of our episodes are available there for download. So by all means, join the group. Absolutely. I'm trying to think about that. He wrote a moat. I mean, have we ever seen that before? I don't think so. Well, I right? was going to ask. I'm trying to remember. Did, in the Telltale games, didn't they? Didn't uh, the little girl? I'm forgetting her name. All of a sudden, uh, Clementine. 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 Yeah. Didn't didn't she uh, didn't she come across a place with a moat? I thought she did. I don't know. It's not canon, man. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to get in the show. I know, like in The Walking Dead, I've seen them set up like cans around a tent, like around a campsite, like you know, yeah. like, no, like noisemaker type of things. I've never yeah, actually but a seen moat. a moat. I don't know. It's a good idea. It's a great idea, actually. I mean, like Morgan set up spikes and traps around his city, right? When he was clearing, yeah. Morgan set up a fortress. Yeah, I mean, he had all these little elaborate spikes and traps and spears, yeah. and, you know. And we, oh, you know, we've seen like, um, what was it when the governor? They had these pits dug in a noisemaker, right? So you have a noisemaker out there, and then you, have, you dig a pit so they get stuck in the pit. We've seen that kind of yeah. stuff, but not like a, an actual moat. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Good idea. All right. Any final thoughts, guys, on Laura? Or as as Yuki says, Nora? <laughs> um, it's good. I, I, I'm ready for next week, though, actually. I just want to see what they're going to do now, next. There's only three left, guys. That's it. That's it. That's it. Totally yeah, free. yeah. This is five. When, so it's when quick. does uh, when does B air? Is it after the next Walking Dead? No, no. B airs before October, before the Walking Dead returns. So there's a break in the summer, and then right into like September, it starts up again, or like late August, uh, September it starts up again. Wow. What okay. I don't know is, are they going to air them? You know, they used to do the first two and the last two together. I don't know if they're going to do that All this right. time. I mean, it's actually pretty good. They'd be stupid to do that. How are the ratings for this show? Is They're better it? than they've been. Better than season three were. Didn't you post better something? means you wouldn't need it. Right. You? Exactly. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, catching up on season three. So I think I'm four episodes in on season three. So where are they now? Where, where, where are they? They're, they're at the Preppers place. Oh, they're with Otto. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And... Yeah. I'm looking on Wikipedia right now. Actually, no, they are gonna. So May twentieth is next week. Uh, this is just in case. June third is episode seven, and then June tenth is episode eight. So no, they're not gonna double up on them. So June tenth mm. will be the last one for the yeah. for a while. Okay. Yeah, because I think last year they were just trying to get dump episodes. Yeah, like they are to at get it done. the season open. I'm looking at the ratings here on Wiki. Are right up to where they were, kind of around season two. 
So they so season three was its worst. So they've they've gone the right yeah. direction. It's but it's going back down again a little bit. Like the premiere had a lot, then it kind of went down, down, down. Mm-hmm. But still better than it was in season three, actually. Yeah, I I I I start I'm starting to get the. Uh, like I thought, season one and season two were really solid. Like I enjoyed mm-hmm. them quite a bit, and, and the even the beginning. There. Yeah, yeah, and the beginning of season three, I thought was pretty good. So, but I could see where it's <laughs> starting to get a little disjointed, and you know, one of the things of I, I at least thought about fear, and even even seeing it now back up in season four, but in, even in seasons one and two, it it wasn't a lot of like the people making dumb mistakes or. Like, uh, you, you know, just kind of like the the eye rolly trope kind of stuff. Like, there wasn't a lot of that. Like, everything was pretty. Um, it, 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 I don't know. It just it just seemed like it it flowed better. And in season three, I'm starting to see the the eye rolly stuff. That's just making me go. Oh. Did you expect Travis to die the way he did? Uh, no. And I thought that, that was okay. Cool. That was really just that was uh, that. That was piss poor, in my opinion. It was yep. like, he just fell off the helicopter. <laughs> like, Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he just okay. yelled, <laughs> Avatar. I, I was fine with it because I did not like the character very much. I like Tra- I like Travis. I, I, I just, there was just no. It was. It was just, it just out of the way. Like it was just. Yeah. Oh, I'm done. This See. And now you're at the point where Nick was like really pissed at Troy, right? But now he's starting to like just chill out all of a sudden, right? Like he's uh, we're cool, we're safe here. He was ready to kill the guy two episodes ago, right? But now he's like, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. I think the last episode I I saw was when it is when they went on the hog hunt, and so right, right, yeah, they kind of bonded or like, were, get, were starting to bond. This guy's I, I never, so this guy's a killer. He killed all those people in that military base, right? Yeah, you know, and we and we it's like he, he just forgave him. Oh, you're okay. It's cool. Yeah, you're cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah While well, his girlfriend is like running for her life. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm I think I finished just I think episode four is the last one that maybe I, I got through. Mm-hmm. So I, I still got a long way to go, but Yeah. Twelve episodes, I guess. It's but. a long twelve episodes. Yeah, you're gonna you see gotta, <laughs> you got a lot of will they won't they? Yeah. Going on. Exactly. Buckle in, buddy. Yeah, but it gets yeah. better, and then he's a little, some twists towards the end, and some characters return. Let's just say, and you know things like that. So the it's, show's not very uh, um, cake friendly, though. I'll tell you that it's not cake friendly. No, <laughs> oh it's, no, it's, it's anti cake. Not at all. Anti cake. Even the pancakes don't look that good, right? No, yeah. with the feet in them. Ugh. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That's it. All right, guys. Any final thoughts on uh, on this episode, or should we wrap it up? I'm, I'm I'm good. All I'm right, good. good stuff. Keep good. it coming. So, I, where can our listeners hear us and see our other scribblings or things we talk about when we're not talking about Fear of the Walking Dead or The Walking Dead? Uh, Richard, we'll start with you, buddy. Uh, you can hear me on DC TV podcast where we talk about all the DC television shows, and we lost a couple this week, and we are gaining some new ones, and soon Jim. <laughs> Jim, Daryl, and I, and our buddy Jerry, we're probably going to have to record like five hour long podcasts. Well, <laughs> well you said you lost a couple, so I thought it was going to get easier. I heard that they're canceling stuff. I'm like, oh. Yeah, but there's been well, announcements of all kinds of new stuff. Oh. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of news to cover on the next episode for sure. Yep, wow. which we are recording tomorrow night and uh, should be up at, at the, later this week. And right. uh, you can also follow me on all the socials at ChubToad01. Excellent. 
Oh, and also our email address, uh, since Chubb, you're good at remembering that, uh, was a WDTV at HHWLOD.com. So if you can't or won't or refuse to get on the Facebooks, just email us your Toby ratings, and we will certainly read them. And Chubb is very diligent in checking that email and getting it to us, although we didn't see any this week. So uh, if we did miss them, we'll we'll get you next week, though. So if we did happen to miss one. But Uh, Facebook is safe again. Didn't you see the commercial? (laughs) It's all good, right? Yeah, it's like it's It's all all good. It's all the algorithm's fixed, right? It's like it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's all good now. It's all good. It's all good. I know. Russell. Uh, same place you get this fine podcast. Just go to hhwled.com and uh, eventually here we'll get around to gathering up the troops and getting our, our Infinity War episode up for It's All Connected. So stay stay tuned very soon. Excellent. $1.6 billion. <laughs> That's all? That's where it's at right now. Wow. Mr. I don't know why you're going to waste your time. Nobody saw that movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Then, and Aaron emailed me. Dude, he's watching some movie called Deadpool. I don't know this week and the next week. There's something called Solo. Oh, I never heard of these things, so I don't know. What wait a minute, Dead, Deadpool isn't that that Clint Eastwood movie? I was like, oh, later, yeah, dead, dead, yeah, that's right, Deadpool. It had a lot of chairs. Dead, Deadpool. In it. I thought Deadpool was that yeah. show Gillen Hunt was on on HBO. It's dead, Deadwood, but okay, same type. Of oh, thing. okay. The, yeah. This is the sequel. It's Deadpool. They're in the same right, Same, same thing. Same thing, but they're in water. They're in water. <laughs> so right. Aaron will hopefully rejoin us soon after he's doing his movie critic uh, thing out there in L.A. And uh, and that's cool, you know, because uh, that solo movie looks pretty good. And maybe we'll find out who shot first in that one. So we'll see. <laughs> All right, Daryl, how about you? Uh, well, you can hear me and Jim and Donnie uh, dealing with all the upfront shows uh, what got canceled and picked up and. And canceled and picked up Some another network. Turmoil in this DC world, huh? Yeah. Uh, not, well, just, not TV just in general. TV in general, yeah. That's true, yeah. They, Brooklyn the, Nine-Nine, Last Man on Earth. It was wow. the, the Purge ex- happening this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Purge. The Great began, Purge of 2018, huh? Yeah. Although so, NBC saved Nine-Nine, so. Well, we, well, it all, we'll talk about all of that on Nothing's On, uh, so uh, stay tuned for that for a coming episode and uh of course you can go to taylor network and podcast uh the website and check out all the uh, podcasts on the network excellent mr deets as they mentioned dc tv and nothing's on also uh dos Vidania, uh covering the americans with uh, aaron and uh, russ and myself and you can check out my blog old man gamer over at uh oldmagicgaming.com i'm gonna be covering state of decay 2 pretty soon which is uh, a and uh, Xbox exclusive zombie game where you actually have to like have a little settlement of your own and uh, do a lot of uh, resource management and keep the walkers out and stuff like that. So pretty excited for that. Uh, so if you're a fan of the zombie video games, you definitely want to check that out. That's uh, oldmagicgaming.com. Excellent. And when I'm not talking zombies with you guys, I'm talking cars with my co-host Teddy K. We review new cars, uh, discuss cars and pop culture, usually whatever else comes in our brains. It's uh, uh, automotive related, but we do have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, a lot of new car reviews. We've been doing a lot of back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back new car reviews. They just keep on coming. We keep on reviewing them. That's, that's what we do. So um, actually this week we have the Lexus, uh, what is it, the uh, the LC. So it's our first $100,000 car we've ever reviewed, so stay tuned for that one. It's going to be a lot of fun, the hybrid. Uh, that will be coming up soon. 
Uh, before that, though, we've got a couple other sports cars we're going to talk about. The Kia Stinger, the Lexus uh, as well, the RCF, and a few others. So just a lot of uh, a lot of good, good cars we've been getting. So stay tuned for that. Some good reviews. Teddy and I don't always see eye to eye, and it's actually more fun when we don't because he gets on my nerves and I get on his, and then we just make a podcast out of it, and it's kind of funny. So uh, check it out. Autochatshow.com, facebook.com slash autochatshow. Okay, who wants to end this week's show? I got something. Go for it. Until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth. Remember, you may be cool, but you'll never be John Dory with the Billy Big Mouth Bass as an alarm clock cool. Hey. Oh, what's up? Wait, don't Anyway, four dollars a pound. Who brought this in here? Georgie. It's wacky, huh? What do you think? It's a playroom back there? What, Tom? What? What? Toys? It's a place of business. That's an office back there. I saw it right here. They were selling them. What? What did you say? You're listening to Fear, the Walking Dead TV podcast for season four, episode five of Fear Five. Blah, 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 blah. Let's do that again. Hang on. Do it live. <laughs> do it live. Hang on.